Welcome in everybody to another episode of the Blue Jay Beat Post Game Podcast. Tonight's the Sweet 16 edition, the first time ever. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Court Date. Uh, CourtDate.io is Omaha's newest way to play. So if you're looking for a facility in the Omaha metro area to get your skills workout in, um, if you got a tr- basketball trainer, uh, whatever it may be, volleyball, basketball, uh, spring season's coming up, weather looks nice, tennis, um, hit up courtdate.io and our guy Matt Hoover will hook you up with local facilities in the area that still are operating under, uh, you know, COVID-friendly restrictions and, and making it safe for everybody. So um, if you need a place to work out or get some run in or get some skills workouts in, uh, hit up courtdate.io and Matt Hoover will hook you up um, on the pod tonight to break down Creighton's uh, 72-58 win over Ohio uh in the second round of the NCAA tournament is the one and only Jordan Scurry of Scurry in the Scrub. Uh I couldn't think of a better guest to have on for it, honestly. Uh I only tried to find a third one so we could play it around, but you were the number one. So like yeah, what's know. going through it's always, your it's always I, like congratulations to, to you, first of all. Can I just say that? Because like I know you weren't physically a part of this team. Um but this is your squad still. Like this got taken from you last year with the pandemic hitting right at mid March, basically when everything shut down in New York, and it was probably a tough way to to like end a career that you felt like you'd already been to what uh, two NCAA tournaments, right? So this last year would have been would have been yeah. your third, and it was your it was the best team you probably had going into March, considering. Uh, well, I guess Marcus wasn't healthy, but considering the way you guys were playing going into March, it was probably the best, the most momentum you had going into postseason play of any of the squads that you played on, right? So um, I guess the first question is, like, how tough was that for you to just, like, absorb? Like, how, how, how did you get over that, knowing that that's the way your career came to an end? Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because I actually thought a lot about it today just in watching the games and all day, just seeing just all the uh, environments different, like how it was, fans or no fans likewise, and uh, how it's set up now. Because it is a lot of what I was like envisioning for our season last year, and I thought we were like set up and in a great position to, you know, go and make March Madness and make a crazy run like this. But I don't know. That's just the selfish thought, I guess, in reliving that and what I thought last season would be of me. And I guess I'm just really happy now that they get to live it out and I'm kind of living it out through them. So it's it's nice. I, I appreciate you, like, just kind of giving a little cred just because it's nice to know, like, it's the same squad still, you know, and it's, it's the same core group of guys. So it's just nice to see them having that success because it no, lets me know I was a part of building something successful. So it's, it, it's, I'm happy for their success. I'm it, as much as I'm like, I'm happy I was a part of it. And I'm trying to say, I'm taking some credit. They're balling, man. They're doing their thing. So happy to well, see them go. You know, I've seen a lot of tweets from a lot of former players, like from years, years past. Right. So yeah. further removed than you are. So, and you can like, you can feel how much pride they have in just watching that go down. How much pride did you have tonight in, in watching, you know, because uh, I guess Ohio, you know, made it close. They got within single digits late, uh, maybe in that under five minute mark, but then Creighton mm-hmm. pulled away. So the last like two minutes were kind of like, 
you know, you had a chance to warm yeah. up to the feeling of what it was like, wow, they're really going to do this. The realization was, <clears throat> was hitting everybody. So how much pride did you have in watching those final couple minutes and, and then seeing now the celebrations and everything that have taken place since? Yeah, no, I loved it. It just, it, again, I kind of talked about this all day with guys, players and former guys, like, you know, I'm just, it may, it's nice because it makes you feel like all that work you put in, like led up to something that was worth it. And these guys are just taking advantage of the opportunities they've had throughout their experiences there. And your experiences aren't anything but what the guys before you shape for them. Right. And so it's like for me to show the respect to guys that came before me and then for these guys to show the respect, like in the same fashion towards us, like it's, it's nice that that's just how, this program is growing and how the success is translating to actual tournament success, you know? So it's awesome. Yeah. I'm really happy for a lot of guys who have put in Mm -hmm. like the time, you know, you like all the, all the squads that came close, like you were were part of that 16, 17 squad that had big dreams. Uh, The 13, 14 squad talked to some guys from that team. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly. I mean, Jahans was just on the pod, uh, after the UCSB game. Yeah, shout out 12 guys like him. Like yeah. All right. Who mm-hmm. put it in, like who just instilled in what this program was going to be for years to come. Cause if it wasn't like guys like Jahans and uh, even like the Maurice's of like my old heads, right. Like who really were like, this is the drink, this is the vision of what Creighton's going to be. And this is how we're going to take them like to, from the, Missouri Valley to the big East to like all those steps in between. Like if it wasn't for those guys, like instilling that in us early, like early when we got, like when I got there and I just know my class, especially uh, just with the leaders we had and the seniors we had, they were just, it was always like, this is what we have to do to get to a program that's able to consistently even get to the sweet 16. So just credit those guys. Credit all the guys. A lot of those guys have like come back yeah. and helped you guys too. Like, oh yeah, come back right. in the summer. Will Artino, yeah, um, Justin Carter, mm-hmm. like all those guys will come in and like actually like run with you guys and like help you get yeah. better because yeah. they still feel it. Like they still feel yeah. like it, this they're is a part of it. Is, yeah, yeah, they're a part of it. And I mean, yeah. you know, because it's like there's there's still the guys who are we see all the time. And I like tweeted even how I thought this earlier this year, like there's a picture of Marcus that I really think should be in the championship center. Right. And that's just because like, you see the guys like Jahans and uh, Zach Hansen and Will Artino, like, and uh, Austin Chapman, like their pitchers, like all in the championship center. Right. And it's like, all those dudes are the reason, like, those are the dudes who like lay down the foundation, like, and even goes, it goes way even before them, but I'm just saying even in my scope, right. Like it's these guys who lay down the foundation, for it to get to where it's at now and we have this opportunity like it's it's awesome it's it's something that you know it's why it's why I went to Creighton it's that it's that brotherhood it it pushed me to be better so I'm just happy it's it's working out and I'm happy it's showing now on court success you know Mm -hmm. let's talk about the game a little bit just the game itself obviously Ohio presented some unique challenges because of how good they are on the offensive end and Mm -hmm. because of how just I mean, there's not really one word to describe <clears throat> to describe the kid. Like he's savvy, he's skilled, mm. he can play at different speeds. Like he's so. I mean, I think watching this whole tournament, I'm not sure if there's, you know, 
three or four or two or three, whatever, like ball dominant guards like Jason Preston, like he's as good as anybody in this tournament. And yeah, it felt like everything was going to begin and end with him, but it was going to be tough for Creighton, right? Because mm-hmm. he's not just a one note type of player. He can't just hurt you in one way. He can hurt you in several. So how did you, how would you go about like um, making him uncomfortable and not uh, like make, not making sure he's the one who beats you. Right. And I thought just right off the jump, like I got to, I, I can't, it starts with Denzel Mahoney for me because I felt like defensive. Yes, I felt like Creighton was going to score enough tonight. I didn't feel like that was going to be a problem. You know, I, I know I was freaking out about Hinkle. I just play that bit up a little bit on Twitter. I don't really care about Hinkle that much. <laughs> it is a cursed ash, like satanic facility. Let's get that right. Yeah. But I was, I thought Creighton was going to play fine in that place. So yeah, I wasn't worried about the offensive side of it. I thought Mitch, Marcus, Denzel, DJ, Christian, they were all going to hoop. It was like, how can Creighton slow down this dude? to make Ohio less efficient of an offense. You know what I mean? How do they, how do they kill their rhythm? And I thought Denzel Mahoney did an unbelievable job on one of the best guards in this whole tournament. Sharif Mitchell too. Both of those guys counterbalancing that whenever uh, Sharif would come in as a change of pace, like, you know, speedy, quick, uh, but also pretty feisty and physical himself. But I mean, Denzel with, with Jason Preston, like unbelievable job. One of the best, one of the best defensive performances, seriously. One of the Absolutely. best defensive performances in Creighton NCAA tournament history, considering the dude he was facing and how important it was to stop him. The dude went one for 10. It was the worst shooting performance of his whole career. And that's not like yeah. some – he's not just some, some mid-major dude. He's lit up good-ass teams. He had 31 points and eight assists against Illinois this year and Io DeSumo, like easily won that matchup one-on-one, uh, gave them a chance to win in the final seconds over a legit top-five team. Um He's put it on Villanova. He's put it on Baylor. Like, he has lit up some good teams in his career. Denzel shut him, like, shut his water off from the get-go. He never got going. Never. Yeah. He, he took advantage of the opportunity. Like, Denzel really was like, I can just make a lot of things happen in this game if I just shut him down. And credit to just their – whatever their defensive game plan was that allowed them all just to load to him. And, like, I just think they had a great game plan across the board because whether it was shooters or – because I didn't know too many of the percentages of the shooters that they were closing out to. So I was – I didn't know why some were short or whatever. But just even seeing it, like, I could tell some of his skip passes were not to, like, guys were not getting closed out on the way they were used to. And just – it was all controlled just because they were able to, you know, stop that without any help because – you get help, then that changes the whole game. But you, sh- Denzel, shut him down one on one. You shut him down one on one early. That's why they were able to right because that's that's the away. key. Yeah. That's the key to a defensive game plan. The one on one guy, if one guy can do the main job as well as as good as possible, you don't have to compromise your whole defense mm. to funnel help to that person right in that matchup. Cause that's how you would compromise it. Right. Cause you get, then you're all in rotations. Basically you're in scramble drill every single possession essentially. Cause you can't stop him one-on-one. So Denzel stopping Jason Preston one-on-one was the, even though Ohio got off to a pretty good start, I thought Creighton got to a slow start offensively, but again, I just wasn't worried about that side of the ball very much. I don't know why. Cause I just felt like Ohio wasn't going to stop Creighton. That's kind of what I felt. Well, no, you're oh. right though. You you said it earlier when you said it first though is it's just 
it it had more to do with the fact that he initiates everything. And so once you shut him down, it was like, and once his even his teammates saw, you know, he's getting shut down, they were like, oh no. Like it's it takes something out of them because they're like, oh, if he if he's not gonna get it going, how are we supposed to? You know, because they don't know any other way. It's right. a tournament, it's different. It's a quick turnaround, it's games like the adjustments aren't even like that. The scouting reports aren't even like that. That's why even again, mm-hmm. credit to Creighton's defensive plan today. It really got it done. Yeah. Really got it done. Seriously. Like I mean, Denzel deserves some major props for that. Sharif too, like yeah. I know he's been uh you know, he came off the head injury right out of the out of the conference tourney and you know, probably wasn't feeling right earlier this week. Um, but he got himself ready to go. I mean, he did a good job on McLaugh both of those guys, Denzel and Sharif. He sure did. did a great job on Jordan McLaughlin and Jason Preston, they're not going to face better guards than that in this whole tournament. Like I know Jalen Suggs is a stud, but that's the same level. Like those di- those guys are dynamic. That um, type of guard, that, yeah. that type of guard is all that's left in the tournament. Right, right. Yeah. So if you prove you can stop it, it give, it's yeah. got to give you confidence first yeah. of all. But it also just shows you you can win that way because yeah. you don't have to. It's not panic time every time the ball touches that dude's hands because you know you can. You know you can be physical. You know you can be disruptive. Um, you know, defense. It started defensively tonight because Creighton got off to a slow yeah. start offensively. If Jason Preston had gotten going while Creighton was trying to find their rhythm, and when they were missing shots and everything, um, if Jason Preston had gotten going early, that thing would have gotten sideways real quick, mm-hmm. and Creighton would have been chasing the game yeah. pretty much the whole day. But stopping him allowed the offense to get into a rhythm, and they allowed it. They they got stops. They turned them into transition opportunities. And once they got rolling, like I said, Ohio, Ohio, the way they're built defensively, they don't have a lot of ways to resist. So, and that's not a knock on them. That's just like, it's kind of how they're built. They don't have a lot of rim protection and they're not, they're not super dynamic on the perimeter to be able to disrupt dribble drive actions and stuff like that. So what I noticed about Ohio is that they weren't, they're not specifically very good at anything. Right. So they're not like a very good get, shot to the basket team not a very good like three-point shoot like they're a very good rhythm team so what yes. makes them good is they're they're like a like and i kind of uh talked about this on our pod right about creighton's lulls in the year and i'm like creighton has to limit their lulls in the year because they're just a run team right where creighton kind of fixed that like throughout the year and became less than a run team and learned mm-hmm. how to grind out close games where Ohio really showed that they are just a run team. Like they're a team that's only going to beat you because they're going to get hotter for you, mm-hmm. hotter, excuse me, hotter than you, yeah. like in longer periods than you will. And Creighton just was like, you're not going to out Creighton us. Like that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And so they like really did that tonight. And that's where I was like, okay, this, this is, this is going to be fun. After, especially after the first half when I, they got up 20, I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, think about I it. I thought like, they were going to keep who, going. Who shut down Ohio better? Virginia or Creighton isn't that isn't that crazy no. yeah because I mean Virginia Ohio was a low possession game so it wasn't Virginia one of the top defenses in the nation always every damn yeah. year like yeah. yeah like every single time like Tony Ben's known yeah. for that stuff yeah yeah so the, and Creighton's known for you know being the the softer offensive only team right running and shoot team yeah yeah run and shoot ask questions later don't really care about yeah. defensive rebounding like no man yeah that they yeah that they're in the Sweet 16 right now because of what the tone they set on the defensive end of the floor because it kept him in the game early until Marcus and DJ and Christian could get going. 
And once those three all got going at the same time, like you've seen that show before, like once those three all got going at the same time, that thing went sideways on Ohio quick. It was like I got it out of that under eight timeout, 20 to four run, up 15 and a half. Marcus is just like doing in his bag, throwing lobs at Christian. DJ's driving crazy. Because, but you know what it reminded me of? And I got to put my player hat on here for a second. Let me put it on. And it's just because. Not to bring this up all too early because I know we're going to get on it, but the collecting data theory, right? The teams you've seen. I sat there and watched this whole game from start to finish today. Like, oh, I've seen 100 Ohio's. Like, our non-conference schedule, you know this. Our non-conference schedule is 100 Ohio's, whether it's Akron from a couple years ago that was really good in their conference. Uh, what about yeah. the what about the Cinderella of the tournament right now? Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. You guys played, played Max Aceman and all those dudes. Yep, yeah. Yep. So this is what I'm saying. Like we've seen the Ohio's. Like wh- who who do we even play? Like uh, University of Wisconsin Green Bay. I remember had a really good guard. Who Louisiana is, uh, Tech. All those dudes. Louisiana Tech. Yeah. So many teams like uh right like like Ohio that like I've even seen. I felt like. I was like, I've seen this team a thousand. I've seen this team a thousand times. I've seen like, and I know those guys in the court today saw it because I was like, I've seen teams. I beat in my career. We've beaten twenty Ohio's like in non-conference schedules in four years, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I've I've seen this kind of team, mm-hmm. and so for them, like, and that's what I mean. Again, like, I think they're that's their data that they're like, and that's when I thought, and I only thought this during the point in the game when. Like they all got going. I think it was a timeout, and Christian and DJ got hyped. And I was like, "They've done this before. They've yeah. they know, and now they know they they've mm-hmm. done this before, and mm-hmm. they just have to go finish it." Yeah. Well, what's and funny? It, what's it, funny about collecting data too is, I think everyone everyone right rightfully is going to pick them to not go any further because of who they're facing next in Gonzaga, but they've already done that before too. They've already faced that squad before. I mean, they haven't faced like Jalen Suggs and those guys, but like they know what it's like when Gonzaga puts runs on you when you make some mistakes. And because you guys led, what was the lead in that game? What, what were you guys up? We were we up half. We were up. We were up half, seven and a half, I think. Seven and a half. But I thought you were up like twelve. Our largest lead was twelve. I or thought it. I thought it was. I got. I thought it was twelve at some point. I might be wrong. I'll have to go back and look. But remember when Davion yeah, came down and punched on Rui Hachimura? Yep. Right? That was the largest lead of the game. Yeah. Right. Like that, that, play, the, 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 that was like a 12, 13 point lead. I thought the arena was going to collapse. The place was so same, loud. Same. Yeah. I was, I was worried I was going to have to get like a ventilator because I, I was having <laughs> trouble breathing. I really that's a, was. That's, that's a serious issue. You probably should go ask Ben about that. Like, hey, I can't breathe. Yeah. No, I did. I Ben's, did. I did. Ben's like, he, hey, I can't breathe either. It's okay. I'm like, okay, cool. I did. No, he was just like, there's no air left. That's what it was. That's why he was like, <laughs> That's Davion, why I thought I was gonna have to get a ventilator. Davion Dunk sucked all the oxygen out of the building. Like you were saying, it, it, it did. I, it did. I remember because at that moment, everyone was like, oh. <laughs> "Take short breaths, Jordan. Preserve them." I, 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 I was trying. Yeah, you know, I get hyped. I, get I know. Hyped, you know I know. Uh, so yeah, but, but again, so that goes back to the point, though. Collecting data, right? They've faced mm-hmm. Gonzaga before. They know mm-hmm. what Gonzaga can do to them if they have the lulls like you're talking about if they have you know if they take bad shots if they turn the ball over if they turn if they have live ball turnovers if they if they don't uh communicate defensively they don't get back in transition like they, they've seen that monster up close and personal before so even see even even as much experience as they have playing the 
the mid majors with a bunch of guys who have chips on their shoulders and always like want to take shots at the big guys, mm-hmm. like they've played in these first two games. They've mm-hmm. also played the Gonzagas before, so mm-hmm. like there is nothing this group has not experienced together yet. And do you want to know why I'm giving them even more than a fighter's chance in this one? Because Marcus like only player. because yeah, I mean, duh. <laughs> Yo, but like also because I just think they know. Like I, I was talking about it, like a little bit like they know now from this just this just this season they know now how to just make sure they're within striking distance at the end of games to win them that's all they have to do well, what, would they, what to are do. the games that they've gone in like as you know conventional wisdom underdogs and i know that's kind of subjective because how do you get the pulse of the public and quantify it into mm-hmm. like an actual prediction but the games where they weren't like really given a chance or you felt like it was going to take their a plus their best effort of their lifetime to get a win, essentially that type of situation like at Kansas um, against Villanova mm-hmm. and uh, in the big East tournament against UConn. Right. Those are the three that come to mind to me that felt like n- nobody's really given Creighton a serious shot at this because they feel like they're just not the better team. And it's going to take Creighton's A plus effort to win it. Yep. And the Kansas game came down to, uh, you know, Marcus Zagorowski sitting on the free throw line with a chance to tie it uh, at Fog Allen in front of a crowd for the first time all year. Um, the Villanova game at home, they absolutely blew Villanova out of the building. Like no one's done Villanova like that yeah. before that or since this year. Um, even without Gillespie, they haven't done them like that. Uh, and then the UConn game, which was like an absolute Big East, like instant classic rock fight, and they won. Yep. Like, so yeah, yeah they so now yeah. they get to now they get to put that hat back on and be like, all right, we're going in here with everything to prove, nothing to lose, and the world doesn't even think we have a shot because they've already crowned Gonzaga for months essentially. And it's not like Gonzaga doesn't deserve the praise. I'm not saying that because I've said it. I'm like, this team is just absurd. Yeah. But Creighton's not going to go in thinking we're playing the national champs. They're thinking we have to go through this team to be national champs. That's how they're going to think about it. I, so I, I have we have to. I, we got to go back. I can't wait to look up what the what I said back when we talked about this because I said when we were talking about basketball and Nirvana and teams like capable of like putting these runs together yeah. of just beautiful basketball like offense clicking like just. It's these two teams. So, like, if anything, I just hope this matchup lives up to, like, just mm-hmm. – I, th- I hope both teams are on full display because it's just – it's two really good teams, man. Like, at the end of the day. Think about the matchups. I just want to see one, them, like, fight this one out. Like, yeah. I really think this can be – I think we got a lot of questions about Gonzaga, too, so we'll probably halt this for a second because I want to yeah. ask you what you thought about Christian Bishop, these two games against Michigan <sighs> so far. I mean, two double-dubs. Like uh, 15 rebounds today, just an absolute monster. The monster, hit, bro. You know the you know the hit and chase action too. Like all that hit and chase stuff, where he's just he's like perfected. He's throw, getting. He's yeah. Throw it up there. I'm gonna go get it. He's got know. his groove with it now, man. He's got his timing. Him and Marcus's timing is so good with it. They've just found a chemistry. Like that's it takes time, man. It takes repetition. And they, I'm glad that it's just like now. It's when it's clicking for them. Like because seriously, they put in time. And they put in games, and we've seen it. It's a it's a growing process. So, for it to be, you know, in full throttle right now, 
Watch out. Yeah, he was a monster Watch too. Out, bro. Today, especially like, I mean, he carried them against UC Santa Barbara and those free throws at the end. I mean, the free throws were the biggest. I mean, man. what a stone Come cold! On. Like, what a stone cold killer! Like, killer. He's like, he's not you. He's the reason Creighton is probably not a great free throw shooting team because he gets there the most, yep. and he shoots about under under sixty percent, right? So, Juzio didn't even hesitate up there. either. Yeah, didn't even hesitate. Yeah, he either looked one. like a sharpshooter on the line. He didn't even move was, the net. No, he was really like he was yeah. like, no, the moment calls for me to make these shots. I'm gonna make yeah. these shots. It's unbelievable, man. Like the kid's That's different. He up. just he, he's, he's different. different. He's I mean, built he's different. Just, he's built different. Yeah. He's a, he doesn't he wasn't afraid of that moment because that's usually what would probably screw him up right It's just not being confident when you step to that line you're like oh my god the game's on the line right now I haven't hit these very well all year like this is not my spot like I you know I don't I don't feel great about this but he he didn't think about that at all he thought I'm gonna hit I'm gonna knock these both down we're good I I just give him so much credit because he was just like let me just in in that moment of that could have been a high pressure moment. He was like, no, I just have to do my job. My job is to make these free throws, and that's what I need to do. And he was able to just that that mental focus from him to see him lock in like that, credit to him. Because we all, like, I, I always knew he had that. And I always knew if he just ne- didn't hesitate and just shot the ball like that, he would be fine. And so in a moment like that, for him to just rely on himself, his instincts, what he does every single day, like, I just – I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the whole squad, man. I can't even. I wish y'all could see Jordan right now. It's just like ear to ear. He can't even talk. He can't, <laughs> it's like hard be... for him to talk through his smile. Yo, like... this is whack because I can't even be with my – I should be in Indianapolis right now, man. This is some bullshit. This is some bullshit. Just I'm happy for my guys. So it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about my guys. I'm happy for him. Yeah, you just got to – I mean, you just got to like try to like enjoy it as much as you possibly can. Cause... Yeah. I am. I am. Yeah. I'm out here with you. This is what do you mean? This is the best way to enjoy it. I appreciate that. This is the best I, do, I, I very much doubt that this is the best way to enjoy it, but I appreciate that. Right now, you know what? It is the best way. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's I'm fair. enjoying it. Let me enjoy it. I got you. I got you. <laughs> um oh man, Alabama put it on Maryland. Jesus, that thing got out of hand. I thought that was close for a second. Yeah, just turned back, huh? Wow. So the Big Ten's gonna get one team in the Sweet 16 after all that talk, huh? Hey, you haven't even – you're not going to shout out you because I didn't I didn't know. He was my coach. Your boy Dana Altman, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just what he does, dude. Like, he just – whenever you doubt Dana – whenever you doubt Dana, he just – Yeah. Like, he went to – remember when he was in the first Final Four he made, he went to Kansas City and beat Kansas. No one does that. He went to Kansas' backyard and knocked them out of the Final Four. What? It's crazy oh, stuff. Shout out LJ Figueroa, Big East. Yeah, that's right. We got three Big East representatives in the Sweet 16 this year. Villanova, Creighton, LJ. Yeah. LJ. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they put it on Iowa bad today. Uh, Put it on them bad. I mean, that was like an NBA jam contest in the second half. Like, they were just like. Oh, yeah. Every possession was a dunk. Every possession was a dunk. Jesus. It was like like through the lane, dunk, steal, leak out, dunk. It was like. Steal, he was. Dude, there was one fast break. Where there was three dudes from Oregon, like you want to dunk it, you want, you want, you got this one. I was like, oh, they're clowning right now. They are, dude. They were balling. 
I just it reminded me of that Wisconsin game you guys played like when you were a freshman. It was like it just turned into a it just turned into a dunk contest. Like, no, like, but everybody's those ones were like hard earned. Nah, chill. Yeah. But those were like that game was crazy because that was intense and it was like hard earned steals. Yeah, this game was like starting to get out of hand. It was starting to get to like a twenty point lead, and dudes were just picking Iowa's <laughs> pocket. Like, yo, we leaking out, we cherry picking, and it was like three of them. Like, you want this dunk? And I'm like, oh, all right. They're on some. They're on some That's, other stuff. I think the way I said it was, uh, well, there were like four minutes left, and I was like, "This is like what happens when like an NBA team, like a good NBA team, faces like a good G League squad. Like it's only like an eighteen point deficit, but the G League squad knows this shit's over in four minutes. Like, mm-hmm. like the, it, it, they, it's done basically. Like the fight yeah. is over. It's just the final yeah. score hasn't been tallied yet. Like that. Yeah. That's kind of how it looked. Like I always was like, yeah, it's it's a wrap. Like, yeah. Because there was like, just nothing. Shooting. They were like, "Yeah, we can't shoot our way out of this one." Right, right. We're not getting into the paint, so that sucks. Yeah. Like Garza's the only guy who can score, and yeah. he's got to work as hard as he can to do it. So yeah, he can't do it at a high rate, so right, it's right, not exactly. going to work out. <laughs> right. I mean, he dropped thirty six and only missed six shots, and they got housed. Think about that. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he, he just can't do it at a high. Bohannon rate. didn't even score. Bohannon didn't, the, didn't get a it single wasn't shot. Like a thirty six. It wasn't like 36 points of like, I'm about to, I'm just cooking. It yeah. was like, oh, you're going to hit a three and then I'm going to score. And then y'all going to dunk and then get yeah. another dunk. And then <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get the ball on the block again, waste some time, probably missed that one. But it's going to come back. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It that wasn't in the game plan. I mean, I, I mean, they that. dropped 80 and they got housed. That's like, that, that's hard to do when you drop yeah. 80. In an NCAA tournament game, you drop 80 and you get housed. That's not, that's not normal. I mean, you're yeah. just not even that's, – that's that's bad defense right there. But, yeah. yeah, so Dana's in the Sweet 16, Max in the Sweet 16, like a lot of Creighton flavor going on here. Um, a lot of Creighton flavor in the Sweet 16. Not usually easy to say that. It's like – I don't know. It's hard to grasp history right now. History just happened tonight. It is hard. Like, it's hard because it's like – I don't know. It's hard because it's like the, it's not the event that was March Madness, I feel yeah, like. So it's like we're all – we, I I just feel like it's not it's not a as a communal thing this year because we're all observing it in our own kind of individual yeah, ways yeah. where everyone has a different experience this year. Plus, I feel know? like I feel like this team was just like I think they're enjoying it, but I don't think they're surprised. I don't even think they're like no no. There's not that like especially there's not even that like of sense of said. like oh my god we did this. It's like yeah we 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 wanted to do this. We thought we could do this. We did do this. Like it's almost like self fulfilling. You know what I mean? And they just they, I'm not they, trying to take yeah, but and not to take anything away from them, but like look at the two teams they played. Like in what I just said earlier, it's like how many Iowa's, how many UCFB UCSBs has Creighton seen in non-conference schedule for the past however many years, right? Like it's like we are literally trained, like we know that the non-conference schedule is to show you that's a that's a, a measuring stick, right? Like so it's like there to show you what kind of team you are. And even before like conference play, you know you're capable of beating these kind of teams right before that. It's like, so that was that. And then the other part of non-conference play is you do play the Gonzaga. You do play like the Arizona States and like the schools like that, right? So it's like, hey, here's now Gonzaga. We can we played them. Yeah, you played them before. We you, had played a, them. you had a shot to beat them. Um, 12-13. Yeah. Uh, so if we use that data... Right, that's what I'm saying. Use, let's think back to that. Yeah, when Marcus was a pup, he wasn't. He wasn't Marcus Marcus yet. He wasn't Marcus Zagorowski yet. 
How you feeling about Marches Zagorowski? You cool with that? Marches. Okay? Marches. 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 Marches to the final four. Is- <laughs> there you the go. You see how versatile Marches is? It, like, it sounds like Marches his name. It has a play to on the it. Final so- four. Yeah. Marches to the national championship. Zagorowski. Whatever. You, you can put how- any. Because think about all the things you can put in the middle. Right. That's what I'm saying. It has versatility. I think yeah. it's. I like it. I think. I got a seal of approval from the man himself, so I feel like it's just going to be the thing. Oh no, we got it. Yeah. We can just push it. Yeah, we have our own platform. Like every and, and next Saturday, every time he gets it, every time I think they play on Saturday, right? Is that when they play? What's today? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, they play Sunday. Oh wow, they get some rest. Okay. Mm. They have to stay at Indy for that too. <laughs> I keep forgetting how wild this stuff is. They don't get to like go home or like see That's their families. Like, like, they just, they still have to like be isolated this whole time. Did you see? Ready. Nate Oates today on CBS, they he got a good little soundbite, and then there he was saying, you know, like the team that wins this might it's it's a lot like the NBA, but it's like the team that wins this might not be the most talented team. It just might be the team that's able to be in a bubble, yeah, like, the most around each other like that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, you know who's really good at that? Us, right? Like, <laughs> you know who's really good at being just isolated? Yeah, kids from Omaha, like yeah. Who they're are usually, literally isolated around each other normally. They're the biggest people on campus, so they have to make sure they get some downtime. What else do yeah. you think we do besides right, right. hang out with each other? Like, it's like, oh yeah, in on the road. Like, this if it's about that, creating another <laughs> yeah boost, boosting up a couple seed lines. I mean, yeah, I can definitely sure. see why in Spokane too. They might not do shit else, but mm-hmm. that's true. So it might be the battle of the best right here coming up. Battle of the most isolated, I guess. Mm-hmm. The best, <laughs> the best isolators. Um, go back to the game for a second because I thought this was a pretty pivotal too. Was uh, they were up fifteen when it happened, but um, getting off to a good start in the second half was obviously huge. But I thought the way they did it, running a play for Mitch right away off the jump to get him a shot because he hadn't scored yet. Absolutely. Uh, you know he, he gets a top of the key three, bang out, go up eighteen. Now he's into the game. You already have Marcus DJ and Christian hot and Denzel's doing his thing defensively. I mean, that felt like even though Ohio did push it back to nine late, uh, that felt like when Mitch got rolling that that put it away, essentially, like it was going to be a too, too big of a hill to climb for Ohio. I completely agree because I thought Mitch was doing even a great job. And you actually even put me onto this because I didn't think about it as much as um, how Mitch just affects the game so much, even when he's just flying around, man. Like in the first half tonight, prime example, flying around, still making plays happen, making things happen, getting guys going, changing the pace of the game. And I was like, yeah, he's got to get going here in the second half, though, and it could be over. And it's because I said, even dating back to when I used to be like, yeah, I just want this to be one of these games where, you know, Mitch gets hot and it's over. It's just like Mitch is just so capable of that that it's just deflating. And I thought that's when he got it. It was well, when that's when I think that didn't you feel like the pace was the reason that Creighton put the run together at the end of the half? Absolutely. absolutely. Like it looked like Ohio was getting tired. Absolutely. It was right, right before they hit the big. I think they finished with a twenty to four run, but there was a big stretch there, a lopsided stretch. I know that's lopsided enough, but there was a lopsided stretch in the final few minutes, and right before it, you could see. I think Creighton had a run out, and. After it was over, like there were three Ohio players that were on the court that just like turned around and had their hands on their hips. No, you can. That's see always like your first sign. You're like, 
oh, that team's getting that team's getting a little no, weary. That's, you could like, you actually could see it when on the rebounds. So like when Creighton had like a defensive rebound, they and they were about to leak out. Like you could see just the change in pace of Creighton getting back down the court. And like that's what I'm saying. Like even if it was Mitch that would like come up with it and go, like you could see it was like four on two for like that the end of that first half, like for the majority of it, I, I, I don't want to misquote, but like you could look at, uh, I want to watch it again because it was like, there were so many times I just remember seeing, yeah, you know, they're just, they're turning up yeah. right now. Like they're moving and just yeah. go, they're going three on two. Four like, on I two, mean, if, they, if Ohio's a half, on a, if Ohio's a half a step slow at the 12 minute mark, they're a full second slow at the eight minute mark. They're maybe yeah. two seconds slow by the five minute mark, and then the run just go, it just like oh, and you can just you. see the yeah. effort toward the, the glass. Like Creighton capitalized late in the game on the glass. I mean, there was that one stretch of then that Ohio was like rebounding like crazy within like, when they cut it within ten. But other than that, they just they they established it early that they were going to kill the glass and set their pace. So. There really yeah, was but you know that feeling like when Mitch gets when over. Mitch has a really good half or when he has a good stretch, like you know that feeling of what it does when I mean, first of all, the crowd reaction to him alone is oh, absolutely. energizing, right? So when he raises yeah. up for a, a rhythm three, there's that <gasps> that, that kind of audible gasp or whatever, and I'm sure you feel it on the bench. Like when so when he starts hitting, I mean I'm I have to imagine everybody else is like, Oh yeah, it's it's cooking time. It's go time. Yeah. No, when Mitch gets going, it's it's different. And it's different than anybody else because you know he can, you know, like it's just him coming off screens, getting his shots, putting up threes on threes, pulling from deep. It's Because de- <laughs> it like surprises just, you, right? You're like, oh, there's Mitch, yeah. catch bomb, there it is. Like it's it's yeah. it's quick and you're like, oh, dang. It just happens was... so fast. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, shit, you just hit four threes. Yeah, it's like a, Chris, it's like a Marcus pull-up or a Christian dunk. It's like it happens – it doesn't take long for it to happen, but then you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You, you just get hyped. So, yeah, it does provide a lot of energy. Um, yeah. Should we jump into questions? Are we on it? Oh, we got some good ones. Do we? I haven't checked for a second. Did your phone die yet? No, my phone's still alive. A little trooper. It's on one? It's on 10%. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's hanging in there. Money with that. Let's see how mad I made people on Twitter with my tweet. I wonder if people got mad about it. One reply. No. <laughs> okay, so we like it so far. I love it. Listen, I have to listen to all these words every single year, and they hurt my feelings too, okay? So I get to dunk on you people when I get a chance. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I told you that. You know, uh, y'all called you me a bunch y'all you, called me a bunch of names over the years too, like mouthpiece and like hack and all that stuff. I get to I get to have my moment. Oh, you can say whatever you want to say, man. That's why I'm here. I'm here to. I'm just here. To I didn't mean to get real. Like, I didn't mean to get like super serious. Man. I was like, no, I, was, cool. I was joking. I've been a hype. I've been a hype man for players for years. So now I can just be a hype man for like you know writers, you know radio, like anybody, <laughs> media people, media personalities, whatever you want to call yourself. No, we're podcast yeah, hosts, I, I guess. It. We whatever you want to be. I got it on my system. I let so him, like, I yeah. let them. I let them know. You like you don't have the opportunity right now to go play five on five and like throw yourself a lob off the backboard and go dunk it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So when yeah. you need to get that type of, because mm-hmm. like when I needed sometimes I I need to get it out. So I still go like I go to the gym and I, you know, hoop it out, hoop it out of my system. This is you hooping it out of your system. You tweeting it out of your system. right. Exactly. Yeah. This is. Yeah. But it's not as much the Twitter as it's. Uh, 
the content. It's like what you're saying, you know. For sure. But it's how it's, it's how you're saying. It, so. Okay. You know I support it. I love it. Thank you. Okay. Um. Let me try to see what order we want to attach these in. Uh, first of all, Jacob Badilla, shout out Jacob Badilla. He wants to know why doesn't why won't Mitch shoot the ball more? Appreciate the question. Thanks for getting Mitch one in. Love it. <laughs> Just keep the tradition alive. Uh, let's see. Okay, so uh, um, CU alum eighty one April. You know her. Um, her question is: Did you get teary? Tell the truth. Me? Mm-hmm. Oh no. No. You didn't get any kind of you didn't get emotional at all watching that. I got emotional. I, I didn't get teary though. I so like what? Tears. No, there wasn't any. Like, well, I mean, you mentioned isn't it bittersweet that it you felt like it was going to happen your senior year and it didn't happen this time. There was. I'm not trying to extra. Yeah. I know that's a fucked okay, up question. You want to <laughs> rehash a bad time? You want to you want to really talk about tears? Okay, let's get into it. Yes, I I'm just... last year when we didn't go when we didn't have an NCAA tournament match. I'm sorry. Right home from Omaha coming back here when I didn't know I, so... I didn't even know if I was going to have to end my senior year of college so yeah I cried on the flight see now I'm I getting teary laughing we were in like... a global pandemic yeah my bad dude I didn't mean to... that was that was a mess yeah, up that was, like a, that was like a that was like that's fine you want to talk about tears yeah I didn't I mean to extract that I mean you extract like let me extract this from Jordan and see if we can get some emotion you see the gear podcast. that they get do you yeah I cried when I saw their March Madness gear too like what the heck can I get some reimbursement me Kelvin could use some of that too I bet Kelvin, yeah, Kelvin Jones probably wants his NCAA gear yeah do you get your do you get an NCAA ring for last year or do you have to actually make the field to do it like, I don't is that know. part of your your unit yeah you that probably you gotta make it yeah they only make money off of this true. year they couldn't make money off of me last year I wasn't That's true on I wasn't on TBS and TNT so they, couldn't they couldn't give you they couldn't give you your blood your blood diamonds no. basically <laughs> no basically no damn my bad. That was yeah, messed up. <laughs> You're no, like, oh, you want to bring up the bad stuff? stuff. Yeah, I'll cry oh, for it's you. Cool. You want me to cry on air? I'll cry on air. Fine. I'm in, a, I'm in a funnier mood now to answer questions. It's good. It's <laughs> fine. You made it lighthearted. I was being too serious. I think I need to just open up a little bit. All right, sorry, April. That's an affirmative. Jordan did not get teary. I got teary laughing about Jordan getting mad, though, so that was my bad. Whatever. I have to wipe away this stuff now. My fault. He's all like, <laughs> he doesn't even want to talk anymore right now. He's like, doing other stuff it's just like in his room no i actually just i'm actually kind of upset because going through these questions i did realize that alex took a hiatus from twitter so he did yeah uh i actually he gave me some objectives i forgot yeah he wants me to to post a gif i'll post it later you'll know it when you see it (laughs) (laughs) it's our favorite it's our favorite gif it's our favorite gif I missed the Mitch tweet tonight. I was ready to ask him for it, but it's okay. I respect yeah. anybody's social media hiatuses for real. He'll That's listen to good. he'll listen to this and he'll he'll maybe maybe he'll come out of the hiatus and put the Mitch tweet up there just for old time's sake. Oh that'd be great. Yeah. Actually I'll text him right now and see if he does it. Just tell him just put the me just do the Mitch tweet. Tell him Jordan yeah. said do the Mitch tweet. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. I'll, I'll retweet it and then I'll be like, okay, I can go to bed now. <laughs> I'll, I'll sleep good after I can retweet that. There we go. I'll say that on record. Do the bitch tweet. Do the bitch tweet. Okay, sent. We'll see if he does it. Um, 
All right, so uh, our buddy Simon from Shot Quality wants oh, to know God. this guy. First of this all, this guy. How dare you, guy. Simon? Like you don't even know. He's new oh, to the Creighton scene, so he God. just thinks like the analytics will drive it home. This dude but... almost had himself executed earlier today. <laughs> he did right? He is crazy. Oh my God! For he posted Luke, the Gonzaga. Real... He posted the Gonzaga Creighton shot quality predictive metrics, like when Creighton was up fifty-two thirty-one with like fifteen minutes left. And Creighton Twitter ate him alive and picked the bones clean, and he had to delete. Them. Oh yeah, as we expect them to. Yes, that's what, yeah. that's what we're here for. We're here for all of you, and I hope if anybody ever did that again, knowing how superstitious I am, treat them <laughs> the same way, if not worse, please. Yeah, you went all because, caps. You went all caps on his head. Yeah, dude, I literally said on the podcast, I was mm-hmm. like, I am super. Like, I was like, I get mad when you like you're like you have this trust goats thing. That's cool. I just shit has gone bad too many times for me not to still be superstitious. And I'm like, this dude's going to really tweet this matchup out before this game. And you yeah. could wait. Right. Like, I'm like, I'm, I, I wouldn't even be mad if he tweeted it out. I would see it and ignore it for sure. Yeah. Not talk about it. Definitely not that. Not even look <laughs> at it. Not let my phone screen take up any real estate of that shit. But like, I'm just like, don't tweet it out during the game. And uh-huh. then they get within 10. They got within 10, and I almost called him. I almost called him. Yeah. And was like, so, you might want to just do? lock what, your doors tonight. What did you because do? Because I could, I could have some Creighton fans really just <laughs> – just, just <laughs> Like half of this dude, right? Like nobody Not knows where he went. Like he just yeah. appears from existence. No one finds the body ever. Yeah. Creighton fans, man. It's like messing you, with the mob. You don't do that shit. Creighton's never made a Sweet 16 in the 64-team era, and he just put that out there with like 15 minutes left. You're like, whoa, yeah, whoa. Yeah, not safe. It's whoa. not safe. Not safe. all of a sudden, Ohio just like gets into a rhythm magically. Like, dude, take it down. Algorithm he used to decide to tweet that, but like, (laughs) delete that one, bro. Yes, delete that one. He wants to know how, like, would he have survived the night if Ohio had come back? And I said, Hell no. Yeah, my response, my response is, Yeah, I know, barely surviving this night right now, and they didn't. Like, it's okay, bro. No, my answer. My answer is if tell anybody, me what tell me tell me what time it is right now. Add forty five seconds to that. That's how long you would have survived if they yeah, had come back and won. Forty five seconds from if anybody. Now. Okay, got it. Yeah, Simon, <laughs> if any Omaha fans send you death threats tonight, just tell them that it's okay. You know me. Yeah. It might not get you anywhere, but also say exactly. also say you're sorry and you understand and you won't let it happen again like be remorseful be remorseful yeah. don't yeah. be yeah. don't be combative you we're messed up to, own yeah. it we'll have, we'll have to we'll have to mess with the algorithm a little bit we'll have him on another episode <laughs> for sure it's okay for sure um sam norland wants to know how many threes will it take for us to defeat uh the goliath that is gonzaga and why is the answer 25 oh i mean damn 25 threes it's a lot wow um, Creighton is 25 threes. I don't even awesome. think that that's not even a close game, is it? Creighton, that's Creighton, Creighton probably wins by 30, don't they? If anybody hits 25 threes, I don't, I don't think I know what happens when NBA teams hit 25 threes. Like, how what, those are usually blowouts, aren't Does they? anybody ever stand? Does, was there even 25 threes in the all star game? I don't know. I know Milwaukee's done it a couple times this year, I think, and uh, someone else did. Someone else hit 28. Can't remember who. You're the NBA reporter. I figured it would be there. Did Boston do it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I, I, I mean, like the Bucks, yeah, but like, that's just because the honest effect. But like, Boston probably gave up 25 threes, maybe. 
Sorry. Uh, Jalen Brown hit 10 threes yesterday. So oh, he did. Wow. Okay. He did. Okay. 10 threes. We're gonna see you, Jalen. Yeah, Jordan wanted to trade you. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I said, who were we trying to trade for? Who was it? Brad Brad Beal. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You were like, does Brad Beal be good on the Celtics? I'm just like, I don't know. What's his contract? Uh, I was I was all in on the Brad Beal thing earlier in the year. Now it's okay. Jalen Brown. Well, well I think he was averaging like 30. I was he was averaging like 36 when you said that. So I think that's reasonable though. So yeah. You're like, yo, you would Brad Beal be good on the Celtics? I'm like, I think he'd be good on every team. So yeah, well, yeah. I, sometimes I have to draft these articles, okay? And mm-hmm. then, like, yeah, you don't it. even want to today, – today I had to – Aaron Gordon requested a trade this morning. And do you know Sorry. where his number one, like, most likely the land spot is right now? No. Where? It's Boston. Oh, Weird. is it really? I, nice. and, and I had to write about that. And so, yeah, I, I, I have to entertain all these things because, you know, trades are something we like to entertain, I guess, in Boston always for whatever reason. Yeah, you guys are like constantly in the trade market, always. Like, oh, yeah. oh, here you go. Oh yes, it's there up there. It is. It's there in your it it's in your mentions. <laughs> you got him pointing too. I love it. Oh, you got the pointing one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is great. I love it. I love it. But no, um, so how many threes does Creighton have to hit? Can yeah, that's probably hit? a better way to ask hopefully, that. But yeah. Hopefully um, more. All right, I'll answer it. And this could, you can take this however you want. Wait, wait. What The question is specifically how many do I have to win the to win this game. Yeah, how many of those they hit to beat Gonzaga? That's tough, man. I don't I always feel weird putting a number on that because you just never know how a game's gonna go. Cause yeah. you know, Gonzaga's got some shooters who sometimes don't always knock it down for a long. Yeah. Like exactly. Kispert is the one reliable dude, yeah. but sometimes Suggs goes cold and you know they're really reliant on Suggs like, has more Timmy. Of a shot, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In, transi- I, in transition at the rim is where Gonzaga is going to score a lot of their points in this matchup, I yeah. think, just because they yeah. have a size advantage and athleticism. So, I don't know, man. Great. I don't know. If Gonzaga's on, it's probably in the 15 range, I think, right? If, yeah. if Gonzaga's if playing Gonzaga's well, on. yeah, yeah. Because you have to score, guess, you have to score, I, I you have to score a lot of points to beat them, yeah. I think you just answered the question. Depends how Creighton's defense is. Sure, right. If Creighton's defense is hooked up. And it's a close game. Like I think it will be, and if they just keep it within a fighting chance for that last eight minutes, if they just keep it within whatever it may be, I don't, I don't even know. What, like, because this team could come back down, like whatever amount. But like, as long as it's within striking distance, like put yeah. a run on them, and it's like a game. With I'm saying eight minutes. I'll give them an eight minute period for real. They could end up like. I don't know. I think there's a scenario in which 10 to 12 threes could get it done, but like there's not without, there's no situation. I don't think less than 10. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially because they're going to shoot a lot of them. uh, I'll say less. uh, I'll go 12. It has to be 12, less than 12. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a safe number too. Yeah. At minimum 12 because. 
Creighton's going to get a lot of their a lot of a lot of their offense from the perimeter, whereas Gonzaga is going to get a lot of theirs attacking the rim. Yeah. So you have to offset it, and that's got to be no less than twelve. Yeah. Um. Let's see where we're at. Sorry, my phone went out. Uh, There you go. Watching Alabama. This this question is: What are the keys to beating Gonzaga? Do you see a pathway forward? Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't think that they're unbeatable. I mean, they haven't lost. I haven't. Yeah, that's true. true. (laughs) There is no pathway. (laughs) Literally, I mean, yeah, it's hard. Um, do I think Creighton is built to beat them? Yes, I definitely think so. I think their style of play. Yeah, here's the re- the reason I think Creighton's built to beat them is because you have to score to do it because they're too good to not just put a stretch together where they get a bunch of points in 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 a quick spurt. Like their spurt ability is crazy. So I yeah I think the team that if a team knocks them off this year, it's gonna have to be a team that can score at a high level. So Creighton definitely fits that mold. Um, and then you look at matchups, right? So. You know, Marcus Zagorowski, Jalen Suggs, like Suggs is obviously really good and he's going to be a top two or three pick in the NBA draft. There's no question about that. But I think uh, he just plays into what they try to do uh, better to like free him up. He doesn't control a game. He just plays the game. I think Marcus is better at controlling a game. Than, than Suggs is. So that's going to be an interesting wrinkle there because Marcus has really good change of pace and, you know, he doesn't always have to go, you know, like like his hair's on fire. He can he can walk the ball up and run a set and get a good action going and make sure they get a good shot out of it. So from a, from that aspect, Creighton, I think, has an advantage actually in in whether the point guard can control the game, who which point guard can control the game the best. Um. Uh, Kispert versus Mitch, honestly, like that's a wash to me. I know Mitch. Uh, I know, I know everybody. I know. I know Kispert's the All American. I know he's the Player of the Year candidate and whatnot. That, that one, like, it's, that one's a wash. It just depends defensively which Mitch shows up, I guess, too, because like Kispert's a little bit more solid defensively, yeah. and obviously has bigger guys he's playing with so is able to he doesn't have to help as much doesn't have to plug gaps as much as Mitch's responsibilities are for Creighton so mm-hmm. I think that has a lot to do with that too yeah um Timmy's gonna be a problem because no CB's a problem we're good well Go CB's off. a problem but someone who's struggled in this tournament so far right. is Ryan Kalkbrenner so you know I don't He's just not experienced yeah. enough to handle a Drew Timmy. You know what I mean? Like that's going to be yeah, definitely. the mo- the minutes where Christians off the floor are going to be tough for Creighton because that Gonzaga is going to attack the rim at will in those situations. Yeah. Um, just because Creighton's defensive versatility won't be there. So, you know, Cockburner will have to step up huge. Like he'll have to play a whole lot better than he's played in the first two games, you know, mm-hmm. he'll have to grow up a little bit because this, this, the, we, for, that he's the one guy that, is has the least experience in these situations um, just because this is his first year in college basketball. So he has the steepest hill to climb. Um, so I'm, I, I think Gonzaga could take advantage of that in a pretty serious way. If, if uh, you know, if he gets on tilt a little bit, right. 
So because he yeah. won't have because he won't have the like we said we talked about collecting data, right? He won't have the data to lean on to say I can I've been here before I can get over this. It might get side it might go sideways. So the minutes where Christian's off the floor could be problematic for the Jays. Um, you know what's really exciting about this matchup though? We get to watch Gonzaga film all week. <laughs> I'm so hyped. That's just so fun. We get to watch Gonzaga Creighton so film all week and just like break down matchups like. We're basically going to live a whole week of basketball nirvana, and then we're going to watch them play each other. Watch them play. That's why I just This really is the hope... ideal scenario for a Creighton-Gonzaga matchup, right? It's just the ideal. build up to what, it. Rather, it's the ideal scenario for the end of March. Like, I cannot yeah. tell you any other matchup I was, like – 100% really, with you. I just thought it would only – I thought this only could happen if we made it to the Final Four. Like, I, I thought it was going to be like, we're only going to get Creighton-Gonzaga if yeah. we, like – beat some random i mean not random but you know what i mean like beat the all these teams on the way to the final four nope it's happening in the sweet 16 yeah dude in 2021 so just like That's a little so I, I i was texting with a buddy and he was like he was asking me about creighton seed or whatever he's like what do you think would be a good draw for them and everything and i'm just like honestly i don't care i actually, I actually want them on the eight nine line because i want to see creighton gonzaga and i and like i was with you I didn't think there was any other way it was happening until the Natty, if they if Creighton didn't get an absolutely bullshit seed. So I was like, put Creighton yep. on the eight nine line. Let's get it over with. Let's get the Gonzaga matchup. I know it's um, gonna freak everybody out because they're like, you have to go through Gonzaga to make a Sweet Sixteen. I don't care. I just want to see that game. So now that we it happened, it. like where you get it in the Sweet Sixteen, it could not have been perfect because Creighton crossed that bridge. They made history, and now they get the game that I've wanted to see all year. I can't like, wait to give you my scouting report. <laughs> so excited. I'm going to have my own. Scurry in the, scrub, scurry the scrub before Gonzaga is going to be lit. Scurry in the scrub. I'm going to have my full scouting report of Gonzaga. I'm going to do – I might even do, like, player lookalikes who I think all their – Oh, yeah. Mustache-looking-ass players look like. I have a funny thing for that. So, you know, stay tuned. Tune in to Scurry in the Scrub. That's some <laughs> shit for you guys. He said mustache-looking-ass. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I think my mustache is it's funny. That's pretty good. All right, so I think this will be our last question. Is this uh? Do you know this Hope person? <laughs> Hope? Do I know her? I think I can. I might know her. We might be dating. It's like a, this is a sassy ass avatar she's got going on. I am a god. Oh wow. She she she. she it's like her Twitter from like. You can't like she that's... only gets she, she's only started to get on it because she sees that I'm on it now and she, she oh. doesn't like that like my tweets are starting to go viral and like or oh, not she's, viral. Com- she's competing viral for me mm. no they're viral for me which is like a hundred likes and so like you know she doesn't like that a lot of people are liking them and so now she wants to be involved and she doesn't like that people are you know like asking me questions I like it I, I'm with it yeah. she's like I want to be involved and I'm like you know. It's yeah. fine. Ask your, ask she strikes. She strikes questions. fear, and like I just right now, I'd be like scared to respond a little bit just because of the the avatar. It's like just a little scared. I, would too. I I I am kind of every day to be completely honest. With you. <laughs> I'm being Yeah, I say less most of the days. I say as little as possible. Uh, so this is a question for Jordan specifically. So I'm not even gonna try to answer it because I'm afraid. Oh God. Um, go. Was and honestly, I don't know if she's setting a trap here, so I don't even know. Oh, she is. She was is. Creighton winning the best part of your day? I think that's a kind of first of all, Hope. I actually am going to respond. That's kind of a messed up question to ask him, because like, because I think it should be the best part of his day, but I also don't know what happened to him today. 
like if he proposed and stuff, like I don't want him to say yes because that's obviously messed up. So, but I think Creighton winning should be the best part of his day. So I kind of feel bad for Jordan right now. I think you set up a messed up question for him because he. I think so he's gonna, I think I think he's going to be wrong no matter what he says right here. So I am going to be wrong no matter what I say. Okay. But that's just something you have to just accept when you're in a relationship period are you so, talking to me now or her is this, is this no, no 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 i'm just talking to you about okay. that part. i was like yeah I, to, I do accept it if you're asking me yeah I no, no it's, it's fine <laughs> but like i guess how do i put it oh boy this is the first time i've ever winning. seen him think stop, about stop, 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 stop. i have I, th- I thought about this one i thought about this one <laughs> Creighton, wait, what did, read her question out. Okay, so this is exactly the exact word. I, I figured out how to answer this one. Come on. Okay. I just need. Question for Jordan Was Creighton winning the best part of your day? Question mark. That is the exact wording of the question. So Creighton winning was the best part of my day, but the best thing that happened to me today was that I booked a vacation. With my lovely girlfriend, that was the best part. You booked a vacation. Where'd you book a vacation? Best to? thing that I did. We going to you know Cabo Wabo, baby. Oh, nice. Dang. When's you know, that going down? Going down to Mexico. You gonna go watch the Gonzaga game down there, or when's that happening? Oh no, this is like after oh, okay. I get vaccinated and after all that. That's oh, I was just <laughs> after they win. Don't worry, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. No, we got we got bigger fish to fry right now, but like. <laughs> Oh, you shouldn't have said after that part. We're out celebrating, after we're celebrating the, uh, after we're celebrating the final four, you know. Crazy. Yeah, I, you know what? I think that logic fits. I'm not just defending you because you're my guy, but the best thing you did is different than the best part of your day. Like that's a that's exactly. A, there's Thank a distinction you. there. Thank I think you. the way you Thank phrase you. that is legitimate. I don't think that Thank she should you. feel any type of way about Thank that. You. I think she should Thank appreciate you. the fact that you did feel good about booking a vacation with her and the Creighton thing was different because it was a external experience. So yeah. Exactly. That's see that's all I'm trying to that's okay. all I'm asking man. I'm with you on that. I appreciate one. you. No problem. See, because words they mean a lot. So I agree. Yeah. We we've been saying words matter, right? We, that's right. Words matter. Yeah. The words you, they they like, still matter so in this I case. Thought, I thought the words that I just chose mm-hmm. to answer that question were really good. I thought so answer, <laughs> you know. I thought the words I chose were really good. They were. I thought they were too. <laughs> See, this is how dude, I'm getting moved now, but this is how I'm good because it's like you're, I'm being interviewed about my words. Uh, yeah. like, I can still, you know, play. Well, we, I mean, you're, I mean, you used to this, like you did this for four years. Like I would grill you sometimes. We'd go on podcasts and, but you know, when we started for, first, we started doing podcasts, it would just be me, me asking you questions. So you're used to like yeah. being grilled a little bit. So you, yeah, you just harness that. Harness that old, old skill there it hasn't gone away yet. Play on words. It's just, it's all, it's in my head, man. Yeah. You know? Well, I think that's a wrap. Uh, we're probably gonna have a lot more this week when we start diving into Gonzaga a little bit. It might be incoherent oh, thoughts because they're so amazing to watch, but I'm so excited about this week because you could just get to watch Creighton Gonzaga. Creighton get Gonzaga, maybe battle of the Jesuits. The Jesuits. Is this not the dream matchup? Like how I've been waiting all year for this. Like since they played since Gonzaga played Kansas, I've been wanting this game. Yeah. This has just been we've we've talked about it. I just hope it's gonna be 
this basketball Nirvana match for who is going to just play more, who is going to impose their basketball on the other mm-hmm. for longer. Yeah. It's all it's going to I, I just can't wait. I can't wait. Like Gonzaga is lethal in transition, but Creighton's in pace head. in the half court. Like it's going to be, I hope it's like a last last person with the ball type of situation. Oh, I have to, I, we have to pray to, I need, we need to make sure Grant Hill is on the call. Oh, we didn't even talk game. about the pronunciations. What is it with the Creighton names? Why is it so okay, hard yeah, to they're say? They're terrible. They are terrible with that. And and D Rock too. Remember the USC or the Drake Wichita State game? They kept calling him Daniel. Like, does what's going on? So Damn. Greg McDermott is Doug McDermott. They can't get that man's name right. Can't get that. Darren, right. Darren DeVries is Daniel for some reason. I never even heard that version in my whole life. Yeah. Like being around a dude, you know, almost ten years. Daniel. Oh. Then Marcus Zagorowski tonight was Megan. How did you say Megan? Like, why would you call him Swear. Megan? Where? Right the, from the jump, they they you know how when they hype up like Star Watch stuff, remember they're like, this is your. Oh, they I, talked about Jason Preston, right? They talked about Jason Preston. This is Ohio star, Jason Preston, yada yada yada. His this, he's good at this. Then they went over to then they showed Marcus shooting and getting loose and whatever and getting warmed up, and then Grant Hill was like, yeah, it all starts with Megan Zagorowski. It's like who? How would you? What when you look at the name Marcus? Oh, well, he couldn't. Where did you so even pronounce? I was upset. Like I didn't. I didn't hear that. But I was upset when he pronounced like he couldn't pronounce his last name the whole game, right? And yeah. but I did where I did like his call though was the things he got excited about Marcus's game. Like you have to be a real Hooper to actually highlight something. Oh, like Grant Hill's that, right? yeah, Grant Hill's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Grant Hill's different. And like he was like because the way from defending Marcus and just playing with Marcus so much, like Mm -hmm. obviously now Creighton fans and people who listen to this, like know it, but it's like the way his change of speed is and the way his explosion is when he changes speeds, like real Hoopers see that. And they're like, Oh my, Oh wow. Like Mm -hmm. again, like, wow. He he keeps getting at that like same stop and go move. And Grant Hill was like, you could tell he was just like genuinely impressed with the moves Marcus was able to pull off with his change of pace. And so that's why I was like, yeah, I need to hear this all the time. Like, I'm like, it's he almost, gets it. Like, he gets what is actually very impressive about Marcus. It's almost like, uh, I mean, honestly, <clears throat> we think Marcus is an NBA, like has NBA skills, right? Like he yeah. does things every game that play at the next level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think, what Grant was hyping on there was like some of it, that change of pace, that ability to keep the dribble alive, keep your dribble alive and like probe. That's high. Not a lot of dudes can do that. Man. No, man. Not a lot, like hardly any. He, that's like you, that's, that's elite, elite stuff. Elite shit. Like Jalen, not even Jalen Suggs does that. And he's like, no, top five pick. no, that's yeah. what I was saying. I almost like, I want to say like when you were talking about it earlier, like you could say, Jalen Suggs is a more talented player or more. I'll listen to that. I'm mm-hmm. obviously biased. I have my own opinion, but I'll listen to the argument. He's a more talented overall player. I'm not hearing. He's not more skilled, so no. I can't hear that. But like, you can't even. He's not even. He's, he's not even more, close to more. You skills. can't. You. But you can't even tell me he's a more complete player. You can tell me no. he's more talented. I'll hear that. That's about it, though. You can't mm-hmm. tell me he's a more complete player a more complete point guard and a more polished 
player. Like you can't. Okay. There's none. You can't convince me. And honestly, like you know what, Matt kind of called it out tonight. I didn't realize we had done it, but we've been asking him a lot about you know Jordan McLaughlin and Jason Preston mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It wasn't like a slight slight towards Marcus. It was like those dudes are really good. How do you stop them? Well. It turns out Creighton's got a really, really good one yeah. too because yeah. Marcus outplayed both of those dudes straight up in two straight games. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he, what did Marcus shoot against UCSB? Seven for 11 with eight dimes, right? Yep. Then tonight, dropped 20, only turned it over one time. Like, yep. I mean, that was pretty. Yeah, and think about Marcus too. What was Marcus mad about from game one? How many times he turned the ball over, right? He turned it over six times. Mm. Turned it over. How many times he, he turned? Have some costly ones. One. Yeah. How many times he turned it over tonight? One. How many lobs did Christian? How many lobs of Christian did he miss against UCSB? Two, right? Threw him oh, one, one long one. Yeah, two, two long ones that were mistimed. How Fix many? That. How many missed tonight? None. That's what I'm saying. That like that dude take that dude assesses his own game more than anybody else possibly could, and he makes corrections like so. One turnover from six, shot the ball well in both games, led the team in scoring in both games. Mm. I mean, Marcus Marcus has shown up, dude, on this stage for the first his first NCAA tournament games. He's built for it. He's built, built for it. That's what you were saying. He's built, He's for, built this. for this. Built for this. Yeah. I'm playing in too many AAU tournaments with this dude, not for me to be like, oh yeah, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. He's and he was nails in the Big East tournament too. And he was like he seven for eight against Georgetown. Lives, Remember how bad that Georgetown game was? He missed he like one shot. Tournaments. Yeah, that's what everybody forgets about the Georgetown game because all they remember is the blowout. Marcus was seven for eight. He was like cooking. Just no one else could hit. That was the difference. Like, but yeah, when the games bit when uh, they go to all the big games, he's been big game Marcus. That's what he does. He's built for it. He might be the goat. He might be the goat point guard in Creighton history. Like, I mean. Now that he knocked off a sweet sixteen, like he might be the dude. He might wow. Be. He might be, man. Think. He might be. He's he's up there. Got the he's we'll got the, you got you got you gotta put a resume together, right? Like you gotta that's how you do it. Like I feel bad because the other dude who like clearly would be in that like on that level is Maurice, and an injury is the only thing that stopped him because that team was going yeah. Far. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys, you guys, the only loss you had that year was uh, Nova. And that was when Maurice was in foul trouble. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like with him healthy, that's – you guys would have already crossed that off and he would have cemented himself, right? So, yeah. It's going to be – it's going to be – it's going to be – we're going to see, man. They they both I'm, – I'm, I'm lucky I got to play with the both of them straight up. I know, man. How lucky are you? Like, you got to be I'm around. Like, if that's the Those are two of the most ruthless winners I've ever seen up close in person. It's actually funny, too. So, I'm glad you brought this up just because I'm watching the game. And one of my friends from high school texted me, and he knew how close I even was with uh, Maurice. And he was like, bro, because Marcus was, you know, killing today. And he was like, ask me honestly. He was like, bro, who's a bit – who do you think was like a better point guard? And I was like, bro, you can't even compare. I was like, it's different, like different games. They are right? different, right? Yeah. Different games. But I was like, I was really just like, cause I was like, Marcus is more like, not like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, like I, I didn't explain it as like, a, Marcus is like a game, like 
game manager, like not a game manager, but like a game setter. Like he sets the, he's like, he control, he's more of a control the game. Like in where Maurice is like, he goes, feels it out and just impacts it. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's a different, it's a different mindset. In, it is in like those dudes game. are, yeah, they're super advanced at the way they play. Mm-hmm. So like the nuance involved mm-hmm. in how, what makes them great. It would be a tough – it would be a long, tough debate, honestly, because they – Oh, yeah. The way they can impact the game is – it's first of all, it's at a high level, but it's, it is a lot different than each other. Very different. So if you were to say, like, definitively, like, who who's the better player, like, it's, it's, it's really hard because they're just too mm. different. But the, but the level at which they impact the game is the same somehow. You know what I mean? It's just like mm. – it's, it's kind of like the Jordan-LeBron thing. Mm-hmm. Like Jordan and LeBron impact the game in different ways, but they get, right, you, to, yeah. but they get you to the same point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They get you to the shit. The two of them are both going to get yeah. you to a, like, Final Four-type team. Yeah. It's like, they – you – right? They'll but take you, they'll take you, you where you want to go just different ways. Yeah. Different ways. Yeah. Different ways. Yeah, it would be tough. But you're going to get there. But you're gonna get there, yeah. Like guaranteed, you're going. There. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's the one thing for sure. So yeah, man. But it's been fun watching Marcus here, like because you weren't, you weren't, you really weren't sure. You're like, how do you, how do guys respond until they're in that situation? You just don't know. And and the NCAA tournament is not forgiving. Like you only get one shot, and if you have a dud and the team loses, that's mm-hmm. it. You know, I felt bad for like, you know. uh you know, like Marcus Foster, his senior year, had to go up against Kansas State, and he didn't play well. And like it was heartbreaking watching him come off the floor and how upset he was because he's like, he, I'm sure he had a lot of emotions going to that game, and he wanted that one bad. Um, so for him to end his career on that note, like that's tough. So you just never know. That's what the, that's what the NCAA tournament does. It's like it's very unforgiving. Like very. You know, Io Desuma wanted to win a Natty this year. Like losing to Loyola in the second round, losing you know, that was not part of the plan. No. Uh, Luca Garza losing in the second round was not part of the plan, but that's what the NCAA tournament does, man. You don't get, you're not guaranteed that tomorrow mm-hmm. you have to make it happen. So it's, that's why it's been cool to see Marcus kind of um, rise to the occasion because Absolutely. you don't, you don't get a second chance. You only get one chance to prove it. And that, that, that takes you as far as you can go. So it's been, it's been cool to see him step up into that moment because he was, he has prepared for this, and it's the, it was it, even though it's the first chance he's gotten at it, because of the outs the, the circumstances of injuries, the pandemic and whatnot. This this is what he was building for, the the whole time, whole time. And it's crazy too. He still hasn't had an off season at Creighton. He still has not had an off season to develop yet. That's the wildest part about his his trajectory. Is like, look how good he's gotten in three years. And then, seriously, people, he has not had a single healthy offseason to work on his game and make a jump. He's done it never all played, within the confines never of the played, season. Never played in the summer leagues that we had. None. None never. It. Yeah. None of it. Didn't play in Australia. Remember? None like of he it. He was hurt. Yeah, nothing. He's had no offseasons yet. And look how much better he's gotten. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what he's going to do at the next level when he actually has, like, tr- year-round training? You're like, you're like you're like speechless starts in the it, sweet right? 16 starts in the sweet 16 that's all that's, that's where my mind's at right now okay Creighton gonzaga sunday do we I'll know what time yet what time is it i guess we'll see no it's tv determined still 
I, it, I think it's going to be the late one, too. I can't wait. I'll be drinking coffee at like 5.30. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's a wrap. We appreciate your questions, your feedback, your comments. Uh, Jordan's getting loopy because getting, it's getting late. So Yeah, it's past my bedtime here on the East Coast, guys. Sorry. It is okay. He's got to go celebrate Tom too. This is his squad. I'm telling you, you deserve it. Celebrate? I gotta get ready for work, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, you can go in there with your party hat on. Like, what happened to you last night? Yeah. Like, wait, listen, guys. All right, man. Hey. I appreciate you. Thanks for hopping on and doing this with me. Um, Roll yeah, we'll have this up. Get it. Yeah, we'll have this up on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, maybe later tonight. Yeah. So check it out. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll talk to you guys. Sometime this week. Yeah, we'll hit you up this week. Later.